Welcome to The Healing Catalyst. I'm your host, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh, and I know that Ayurveda can transform your life. How? Because it transformed mine. And the best part is, it's easier than you think. Your body has exactly what it needs to heal itself. All you need to do to enhance its healing power is to start practicing healthy routines, which I can teach you. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple, ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you and it starts right now. Let's get started. This is a Soulfire production. Episode number 11. Well, hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Healing Catalyst podcast. I'm so glad to be back with you. So I'm recording this episode as the presidential election is underway in the United States. Add to that the global pandemic that is now in its eighth month, and the collective stress is really, really high. That's definitely clear. There are even terms that have been coined to describe the mental and emotional health effects of both the U.S. election and the pandemic. There's something called election stress disorder, which, although it's not a medical diagnosis, it's a very real phenomenon, one that won't magically disappear as soon as the election is over. The term was first coined during the 2016 election cycle by Dr. Stephen Stosny to describe the increasing number of patients he was seeing with, quote, overwhelming anxiety due to stress and worry over the election. Now, fast forward four years, and it seems that these feelings of anxiety and stress and worry have multiplied at an alarming rate, with an election in which the stakes are so high, further amplified by this global pandemic. People on both sides of the political divide are feeling intense stress that's affecting every aspect of their lives. According to a recent survey by the American Psychological Association, 68% of American adults say that the 2020 U.S. presidential election is a significant source of stress in their lives, compared to 52% who said the same thing before the 2016 election. So it's clear that the current political climate is affecting the emotional health of many, many people in this country. Another term, quote, pandemic squared, end quote, was coined earlier this year by Dr. Daniel Ammon, who is a clinical neuroscientist and psychiatrist. It's really a phrase to refer to the fact that the original pandemic of COVID-19 is now being multiplied by a subsequent pandemic of psychological problems, such as anxiety, depression, PTSD, and addiction. A recent poll conducted by the Kaiser Family Foundation reported that 56% of Americans say that worry or stress related to the pandemic has had a negative effect or negative impact on their mental health. During the lockdown, there has been a 34% increase in prescriptions for anti-anxiety medications and a 19% increase in prescriptions for antidepressants. 
And sadly, there's been a huge uptick in calls to suicide hotlines. So when I was reading about these issues and these terms and these statistics, I started thinking about how would we describe election stress disorder and pandemic squared through an Ayurvedic lens? How could we describe them and understand them from an Ayurvedic perspective? And what came to mind immediately was the idea of opposites in nature. There's the sun and the moon, light and dark, day and night. There are pairs of opposites that exist in nature, and each opposite in a pair is essential and fundamental for the existence of the other. There's no sun without the moon. There's no light without dark. There's no daytime without nighttime. And so as I started thinking more about the collective stress and anxiety that seems to be increasing at alarming rates right now in the midst of the U.S. election and the COVID-19 pandemic, I started thinking about the relationship between another opposite pair or another pair of opposites, the relationship between masculine and feminine energy. And the fact that there is a very unbalanced and uneven relationship between these opposite energies that exists right now in our world. We have an obsession with and celebrate beyond anything else the characteristics of masculine energy. And it is quite literally killing us. Our obsession with doing, doing, doing all the time, no matter what the consequences, no matter what the effects is literally killing us. It's contributing to the uncontrolled increase in anxiety that we are seeing in people of all ages all over the world. Right now in society, we generally honor and really elevate the characteristics of masculine energy and diminish and undervalue the characteristics of feminine energy. Now, it's important to point out that whether you are in a male or female body, whether you identify as male or female, you have both masculine and feminine energy within you. So what is masculine energy? What are the characteristics? Well, the characteristics are things like reasoning, strength, action, leadership, logic, efficiency, power, and doing. Feminine energy, on the other hand, has the characteristics of nurturing, receptivity, empathy, softness, openness, creativeness, compassion, community, and being. And what we see in our current society, and even within ourselves, is so much unhealthy and unbalanced masculine energy. We must start to bring the feminine back into our society and back into ourselves to create more balance. We must shift from the masculine energy of doing, doing, doing all the time and at all costs into more balance with the feminine energy of being. From an Ayurvedic perspective, this is an application of what I call the golden principle, which says that like increases like and opposites reduce. Now, I've talked about this principle in previous episodes, which are linked in the show notes. But really, it's the idea that when we have too much of a specific quality within us, it will create an imbalance that unchecked will create symptoms, illness, and chronic disease. And so the way to balance masculine energy is not to add more masculine characteristics, which is like increases like, but instead to add more feminine characteristics, which is opposites reduce. 
we can extend this concept of opposites in nature further to the opposite qualities that characterize each of the five elements in nature, space, air, fire, water, and earth. And as you know already, the basic and most fundamental idea in Ayurveda is that when we are in harmony with nature, we have optimal health. That means that when we have a balance between these five elements, and more specifically, balance between the opposite pairs of qualities of the five elements, we have optimal health. So when we look at the symptom of anxiety, it shares the qualities of the masculine energy of doing and the element of air. And those qualities are primarily the ones of mobility, cold, dry, and light. And when we have an excess or an imbalance of these qualities within us, we have the symptom of anxiety, which many people feel as increased movement of thoughts across the mind, restlessness, inability to focus, and disturbed sleep or insomnia. And so what can we do to shift from this masculine energy of doing, doing, doing to the feminine energy of more being? to shift from so much movement and mobility to more stillness and stability to help reduce the symptom of anxiety and worry and stress that we're all feeling more and more during these uncertain times. Well, let's take all of this information and translate it into Ayurveda for everyone. As you may recall from previous episodes of this podcast, In Ayurveda, there are three main areas of remedy, routines, diet, and the tools of yoga. Now, following the golden principle of like increases like and opposites reduce, to reduce the symptoms and feelings of anxiety that has the qualities of cold, light, and mobile, which are qualities of the air element and also qualities of masculine energy, We should instead choose remedies that cultivate the opposite qualities of hot, heavy, and stable, which are qualities of the earth and also qualities of feminine energy, remedies that have the grounding qualities of the earth. The first remedy is routines, both seasonal and daily routines. To cultivate the grounding quality of stability, it's important to have a regular daily routine. For many of us, the added stress of the election in the midst of a global pandemic has disrupted our daily routines in every possible way. Routines create stability, and stability creates a sense of safety and security. When we know what to expect, we can relax and better regulate our emotions. When we know what to expect, we can shift our nervous system from the sympathetic, fright, flight, or freeze into the parasympathetic, which is rest and digest. Many people who have anxiety will often tell me that they have a very irregular schedule that has a lot of movement, moving from one task to the next, from one place to the next, from one thing to the next. Creating regularity through regular mealtimes and regular waking and sleeping times creates that feeling of stability, which then reduces anxiety. The second remedy used in Ayurveda is diet, which includes the food pharmacy and the spice medicine cabinet. The diet also includes our media diet. Many people with anxiety tend to like foods with cold and dry qualities, such as raw foods and salads 
protein shakes, and cold drinks. To cultivate the opposite qualities of hot, heavy, and stable, increasing warm cooked foods such as stews made with root vegetables in some oil and warming spices of ginger and pepper, some heavier meats with a little bit more fat content. These are the types of foods that can help to decrease anxiety. In addition, sipping warm water throughout the day also cultivates the quality of hot, which again further increases the grounding aspects of the earth. I also mentioned that the media and your media diet is also an important aspect of the diet as remedy. So it's really important to manage your media diet. A common manifestation of election-related stress and COVID-related stress is the fear of missing the latest news, which is causing so many of us to constantly refresh social media or check phone alerts every few minutes. We quite literally carry the news with us 24 hours a day, round the clock, every day, because we have access to round-the-clock coverage streaming through our computers and our phones. It's really important to consider the amount of media that you're consuming on a daily basis and the effect it's having on your mental and emotional health. And finally, the third remedy used in Ayurveda are the tools of yoga, which include posture, breathwork, and meditation. The breath is where the body and the mind meet. Observe any person who is feeling really anxious and you'll likely see them breathing really fast or holding their breath entirely. By learning how to slow down the breath by making the exhale longer, you can tap into a powerful tool that you can use anytime and anywhere to calm your anxiety. In addition, restorative, seated, and supine poses that are grounding can help reduce anxiety significantly. You can also meditate upon a visualization of the mountains or tree roots Again, those visualizations have the qualities of heavy and stable that will help to pull down the movement of anxiety and ground it in the earth. And so as you can see, with all dichotomies in life, balancing both within you is necessary. Find the qualities that resonate with your essence and experiences aside from society's expectations, aside from society's obsession and glorification of masculine energy. Consider what aspects of the sacred masculine and the sacred feminine resonate with you in various areas of your life. Ask yourself how they're showing up within you. What symptoms are showing up for you? Imbalance occurs when you focus on or value one type of energy or one type of quality over the other. Right now, we live in separation, not only because of the political divisions we have, but also because we're divided within ourselves. Our divided self is trying to live as one half of itself, the masculine, and it can't do that. We need the feminine, the feminine energy to balance us out. I really hope that this episode has provided some things to think about, a different perspective of anxiety and the overwhelming worry and stress that we're all feeling right now in a very uncertain world. And as always, if you need more resources or have more questions, please feel free to reach out to me either through my website or through Instagram. You can direct message me there. Thank you so much for being with me for this episode of the Healing Catalyst podcast. Until next time, be well. 
If you loved this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. And if you're feeling really inspired, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. If you want to learn more, visit me on the interwebs at avantikumarsingh.com and you can subscribe to my newsletter where I send exclusive invites to my events, special announcements, and give you more self-healing tools and tips. And if you want to hang out even more with me, I spend most of my time on Instagram. You can find me at Avanti Kumar Singh, and we can connect more there. Until next time, remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing, because healing starts within.